0: In a world where people are famous for doing nothing, we're here to discover the ordinary individuals who take giant leaps to do something extraordinary. Welcome to Moving Forward.
1: Welcome back to our 50th episode celebration. I'm Krista Nepper and my guest today is Julia Cordray. You might have heard about Julia in the news last October. She is the CEO at 96 Talents, the CEO at CareerFox, and most controversially, the CEO and co-founder of the People app. So Julia, thank you so much for being here and taking the time to speak to our listeners today. Absolutely. Thanks, Kristen, for having me. So one of the things that struck me about your journey last October, one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on the show, and we can get into the irony of everything that happened, was uh, to me the fact that almost everyone lost sight of the fact that you are a real person with real feelings and real thoughts and real beliefs. So my first question, I really, we kind of lead into this usually with our guests, but I'm just going to get to the core of it immediately. And I wanted to ask you, are you spiritual? What does that concept look like to you? And how did your beliefs shape your decision to create the people app?
0: That's a really, really respectful question. I'm grateful for it. Um, I, I believe in the law of attraction. Yes. And I believe that your thoughts create your physical reality. And I believe that we have a physical self and a spiritual self. And the closer we can connect back to our spiritual self, the more we can be and do and have in this life. And so these beliefs allowed me to see how users of this app can lift each other up through recommendations, um, help them get them more of what they want, like better jobs, better dates, more networking opportunities, and and the ability to protect their
1: greatest assets. I love that. And one of the specific things I wanted to ask you about, so I know the tagline for the People app is character is destiny. What does that mean to you?
0: So I, I, I think that character should be a new form of currency in this world especially as we move into such a digital space and if you're a person of outstanding character and you're someone that allows, um, you know, allows yourself to always do what you say you're going to do. I I think you're going to be respected and honored in our society. And, and I think you should be rewarded for, for being that way. And, and that will allow you to get more of what you want and more of what you deserve. So You know, your character can and will ultimately form the destiny of your life.
1: I do love that. I have worked for a number of companies where I've seen people that will say one thing to management and another thing to their employees, and they're not consistent. And yet they get promoted because they are, you know, touting the company line. And it is very discouraging for people who are authentic and creative and are looking to create change, even if they have to say, hey, the king is naked.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, You know, we all appreciate integrity, yeah. honesty, loyalty. I mean, these are all very important character traits. And if you carry those character traits, you really could have it
1: all. And you could be that rare gem in this world that we can all rely on. Mm, I like that. So I wanted to ask you, I know you interviewed for the Washington Post article that went viral, the September 30th article. Were you aware of the tone before it was published? No, not at all.
0: I felt completely duped, to be honest. I I was naive back then with media media. (laughs) And, and (laughs) I was, I I thought that the media was my friend and, you know, I I was totally unaware of the tone that she would take. And I, I was really disappointed that, that she misrepresented our concept over seven times in one article. And I, and I think that disappointment stemmed from the fact that we had an agreement that if we were misrepresented, um, that they would correct the article. Now, unfortunately the Washington Post and Caitlin didn't keep their agreement. And, and I think that's very poor journalism. Yeah. And and it was it was definitely uh, unprofessional. And, and so after the article was released, we asked Caitlin to change the misrepresentations, but she didn't, and neither did her senior editor. Um and, and so of course we didn't anticipate the backlash because we, we knew what our app did. And, and how badly it was misrepresented. And so we, we actually didn't anticipate that other news media outlets would actually use the Washington Post article as words of fact or as that, that level of um,
1: fact-checking that journalists do. And that's really unfortunate.
0: Definitely, so, because
1: I feel as though the fear really went viral.
0: It did. We, as soon as the Washington Post article hit... Um, we went global and viral in 24 hours. And, wow. and that was unlike anything I had ever seen before, even in, a, even in, in the businesses that I've owned, let alone um, in a tech space. I, I've never seen that kind of reaction to an app concept or a tech product.
1: That's crazy. And I know that you had some threats on your personal safety as well
0: yeah it you know, um I'm sorry, I'm laughing. it's not funny no, it's but just it's just shocking every exactly. time I talk about it yeah um yes the the low point was having my private information shared you know online and and uh and then having random people call me day and night and um receiving you know hate emails and, and messages on every social media platform that I was on.
1: It's so stunning. How did you handle that?
0: You know, it's it's amazing. Um, the, the, the hate that I received, it it shockingly, you know, I, I thought that it would take me down. I mean, that, that would be a normal reaction. Absolutely. But I'm a really resilient person and, and I, I realized that in that resiliency, I, I found um, peace because the, the hate that I received was able to actually fuel my passion beyond any physical and mental limits that I even thought possible. I, I was able to work 20 hours a day. You know, they, they made me better. They, they made me faster, stronger, smarter. And and their desire to take me down, it, it didn't actually work. And it, and it actually helped me succeed further, which is a bit ironic. Um, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for the world's feedback. Yeah. And and now we have an even better product to offer to our users. And and I took the feedback and, and made a better app. So really, it was a win, even though it was even though it was painful, it was a win.
1: And I think you ironically and sadly proved your point as to why we need a, a concept like this out there so that social bullying is, you know, is as out of the equation because that's just completely unacceptable to give death threats to anyone on the planet,
0: let alone you. Someone. You nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. You nailed it. Like what, what is so amazing about this opportunity that we have in front of us is we now have the ability to become heroes and we have created this app and I have proven why we need this app because every social media platform out there is not a safe place for you to manage your online reputation. You can literally look me up in Google and see that I have been abused on every platform and and bullied. And so with our app, You finally, as a business owner, an employee, um, an, an amazing urbanite with great character, you now have the ability to manage your online reputation in a safe place. You can uplift others, you can get more of what you want, and you can also protect your greatest assets by making better decisions about the people around you. So this is a great turn of events and a great innovation in a digital space, and I am honored to be the, the the founder, co-founder, and CEO of such a great business opportunity and and an abundance opportunity for all. So
1: I love that. So let's get into the details because I know you did make some changes based on some of the feedback that was received. So what is the new app going to look like? Yeah, sure.
0: So we we made some um, some like I would say four. Uh, major changes that that were given to us through beta testers through the feedback uh, the global feedback and and again we're super grateful for that so the first main important difference now is no one can actually add you to the app you have to you have to actually 100% opt-in so you have to download our app put yourself on the app log in through Facebook use your cell phone number to give us a pin. And now you're a member of our app and you can, you can, another change is you can deactivate your profile at any time. Okay, And so everything can, can be hidden. And then uh, just like on Facebook, you can deactivate your profile. And then another important change that we did is we gave you full control over what goes live on your profile. So you can decide what makes up your profile and what recommendations you want to be on your profile now. We do. We do think that you should have a well-rounded profile. You, it shouldn't just be you being a perfect person. We we should put up right. some areas of improvement and some honest feedback, which makes you even more trustworthy. And mm-hmm. and and we no longer have the fourth changes. We no longer have the star rating. Um, you know, even though VRBO does it, Uber does it, Airbnb. Um, eBay I mean they all do it to rate people we we did just get a big pushback on that so we can appreciate that the change that we've created is with a recommendation score and your recommendation score is is a very fair very well thought out recommendation algorithm that involves six different elements on the way you use the app and the recommendations you receive okay so those were the four main changes
1: OK, so I have a couple of questions and it's funny. I've spoken to a number of my friends about this. And one of the areas I think that really drives fear with some people is, you know, I I know you mentioned it can be you have to say how you know the person. So if it's professional, if it's personal or if it's in dating. And I yes. think in dating that triggers a lot of things because it's supposed to be a private area of your life that is now going public. But I was talking to this with a girlfriend of mine and she said, yeah, but if Brian, for example, dates for three months and then he pieces out, don't you want to know that before you get involved with him? <laughs> and I was like, well, that's a really good point, actually. Right. But you're saying so if, if Brian then rates me and says, Kristen swears a lot and, you know, I, I have that and I don't think it's true, I can choose to not allow that to go on the app.
0: That's right. So again, any recommendation that anybody makes about you, you have full control over what recommendations you post on your profile. But even more important, important, let's talk about the dating side. Yeah. Um, If you are not single, okay, so on our app, there's a setting in your settings where you can choose to be single or not. And if you are not single or someone that you want to recommend is not single, you cannot use the dating section of the app. It is completely grayed out and you cannot participate in it. So that's your choice on whether you want to be single or not single on our app. And we really believe in setting that boundary because not everybody wants to um, you know, utilize the dating section of the app. And and we appreciate that. We're not Ashley Madison here. We respect you <laughs> if you're in a relationship, okay? And, and you know, and, and your girlfriend that says, you know, don't you want to know about Ryan who just ditches you after three months? She has a really good point because yeah. I think – I think as a, somebody that that could be doing online dating which I think is where we're moving as a as a, a world and a generation you know you you should be held accountable to the way you show up in this world and how you treat others and and as a user of this app and somebody that does that online dating um, you know, you also deserve to know and understand the person you're about to potentially get into a relationship with, and and the character, so that you can make those better decisions. And and so that's the kind of the two sides of the app is, you know, you deserve more information, but you also deserve a chance to get access to better dates because you're you're a really great girl that that is an awesome girlfriend, right? So, right. so that that's it's 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 a really valid. Um, and fair way to navigate the, the dating world or the professional world or even the personal side of things.
1: And I like that because I think one of our most valuable assets is time. And if we can save ourselves time in dating or professionally, I liked the analogy that I saw in print about the barista at Starbucks. You know, she can't catch a break if she's not being offered promotions or better jobs. If we can uplift her, save her some time, get her advanced to where she needs to be. You know, why should we do that? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you can you can write a recommendation about her that that may change
0: her entire life. And then if the recruiter finds. It by looking her up in the app or if she socially shares it with our social share uh, buttons where she can share your recommendation that you wrote about her on Facebook, on Twitter, over email, over text, who knows what that could do for her career like this is really exciting as an opportunity and. And, and there's so many more opportunities. What about the people that are going to rent from you, be your yeah. roommate? What about people that are going to advise you on money? What about somebody that's going to be your doctor or teach your children or walk your dogs? I mean, there's just so many reasons why we need this, but there are so many positive reasons on how we can create abundance for all by lifting each other up and recommending each other. Mm, high tide raises all ships. Yes, that's Good. a great analogy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, if you're enjoying today's episode, consider supporting the podcast. You can purchase a copy of the Corporate Clichés Adult Coloring Book or try out Amazon Prime or Audible using one of my affiliate links, which you can find in the write-up for any of the episodes at bemovingforward.com.
1: I so wanted to ask you, was there anything... I know that, you know, you had a very different intention than what The Post wrote about. So was there anything from your previous life experience that prepared you for the wave of bullying that followed the firestorm? And then, you know, what did you draw? And you spoke about, you know, how you it, you really focused afterwards. But what did you draw upon to combat that negativity? Yeah, so, you know, I've always been a person that
0: supports and and seeks out the people that need friendship the most and and need that kindness. Even as a kid, I I was always looking for that underdog and trying to help support them. And, and my mom actually taught me the importance of that. How you treat others is really all that matters. And, and frankly, I've never been bullied before and nor have I ever bullied anyone. So, you know, I don't, I don't think any, anyone can prepare for the wave of unjustified hate um, mm. that I received or, or any hate that they're ever going to receive. Yeah. And, and I think, I think what's so unfortunate is if our world and if the people in it don't operate with love and kindness and, and they spread hate, what's so interesting about that is it will only poison themselves. It will only oh, make their amen. lives worse. That's so true. Yeah. And, 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 and it's like, you know, the the hate that I received, of course, no one deserves that. But I have to say, you know, and I've said this before, it helped me. So whatever their goal was to break me down or tear me down, it actually didn't work. It completely backfired. And, and it got me even more opportunities and more opportunities for success. And, and, and so, you know, whether you're choosing to spread hate or love, you know, it, it's not that tough of a decision. Right. And, and the more love we have to give and and and, and to receive, you know, there, only good can come of that. And 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 really, you know, we've heard stories time and time again of people that have been bullied as children or even as adults. And they, 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 there's two options. They either get broken down and and unfortunately um, regress or they become more resilient, stronger, better, you know, and and they, they take it as an opportunity to grow and, and to prove to the people that harmed them that, that they're unstoppable. So, so I'm really grateful I fell into the second camp because
1: not all of us can be as resilient at different times in our lives. Agreed. Wow. So what do you think the biggest spiritual lesson was in all of this?
0: I, I, this was my favorite. This is my
1: favorite question. Um,
0: and and I've been talking about this with my friends and my family because they they want to know. They want to know that when you go through something like that, what, what is that truth that comes out and, and what was the point? And so the only way that I can answer that is in my lowest point of my experience. Yeah. I felt like there was only two important things. One, all that mattered to me in that moment was love. And, and that's all I wanted. I, I wanted to be near people that knew me and loved me. And I, I would have spent thousands of dollars to accomplish that by flying mm-hmm. to wherever they were. Yeah. So it was really interesting, um, that desire, that, that drive for love. And the second thing is, fear is, is just an illusion. And I, and I have transcended all my fears. What fears could there possibly be left after going through something like that? So I feel liberated.
1: Oh, I love that. It reminds me, I don't know if you um, have read The Course of Miracles, but it talks about we can always choose to act out of fear or to act out of love. Those are the only two emotions that actually exist and that fear is an illusion.
0: Yeah, I, I love that. And I, and I do believe that sometimes fear equals anger as oh, well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and so if you can just vibrate at a higher level and, and transcend your fears, the, the things that you will do in your life or the things that you will say and do and be and have, I, I can only imagine because I'm, I'm starting to experience even more of it.
1: Mm, I love that. So you mentioned the law of attraction, and I know that you're a fan of Brene Brown. Who have been some of your biggest spiritual teachers? You know, I, I think um,
0: that's a toss-up between the Dalai Lama mm. and reading his uh, his books, and then I would say Abraham Hicks.
1: Oh, yeah. So
0: who okay. wrote the Law of Attraction collection.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and And for those of you who don't know who Abraham Hicks is. Um, It's a woman named Esther Hicks who started meditating in the 80s and was able to um, connect to a a higher consciousness, a, a, a consciousness of everything that ever has been named Abraham. And Abraham started communicating through her. So she started channeling Abraham. So she calls herself Abraham Hicks now because she wants to give credit to that collective consciousness. And she writes the most amazing books, which my favorite is the Law of Attraction Collection. And then she travels the world and, and allows everyday people like us to attend her seminars and and ask Abraham their deepest desires or questions. It's 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 so great. I it's so love great. That. You can listen to it on YouTube, you can read her books. It's it's the most um it's the closest I've ever been able to get to feeling. Cl- uh, at a higher vibration or closest to my non-physical self.
1: Oh, I love that. It's funny. My coach, Laura Murphy, was the one that introduced me to Abraham Hicks. And I'm a big fan. I'm also a big fan. I'm not sure if you're familiar with um, Melody Fletcher. No, I don't. She, Who is that? She also, she is um, a Hay House published author. She wrote, I can't remember the name of it, um, but she also works with The Law of Attraction. She has a podcast and a page. And she just has the cutest personality and talks to you about the law of attraction and your vibration and, you know, thinking about what if you did have what you want and how that would feel so that you're really getting in touch with, as you mentioned, vibrating where you you need to be.
0: Right. I I think the most amazing experience I've had about the law of attraction is um, I started studying it last October, so a year ago, just a little over a year ago. And I started reading the the entire collection, the Law of Attraction collection series, and I I started listening to Abraham Hicks on YouTube. I even went to go see Abraham Hicks live Mm. in Chicago, and, and I cannot express enough... How different my life is today compared to a year ago, and if I started listing the things that I've manifested into my physical reality, I'm not sure you would even believe me. So
1: I would believe it's, you. <laughs> it's,
0: it's amazing, and and you know you have to be very very careful with your thoughts and yes. and and even more to you know to your thoughts bringing your physical reality i did make a major mistake and and i said out loud while living in san francisco that i may be prepared to be one of the world's most hated women and and i should have never said that and i'm not surprised that two weeks later i'm in this media storm and people have misunderstood my concept and misunderstood me and and, you know, two I own well. that. It is wow. so powerful. When you start getting into your flow and getting into your vortex and vibrating at a high frequency, you will literally manifest everything and anything that you think about. And and so I am fully responsible for
1: my physical reality and everything that I've had, including the global media attention. Wow. Two weeks. That is That's amazing. And I'm sure there are listeners out there that think, wow, these two are pretty hippie, hippie, woo woo. But it's very true. And I think that most of the high performers, the people that know their purpose and they're willing to take risks to get what they want, they understand these laws of the universe, the law of attraction, the law of pure potential, and they are willing to put themselves out there. And then also, as you just mentioned, take responsibility for what comes their way. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Oh, I I, that. I completely own it and and it is very powerful. And you're right, high performers want to understand the way the universe works and they'll do the research to get there and the and the work
1: to get yes, there. Yes, absolutely. So with all that you do, what do you do best? And I usually have to give people permission to brag, so permission granted. But what do you think you do best? <laughs> well, I appear to really love starting companies. I mean, this is company <laughs> number three.
0: I mean, if I'm not having kids and and you know I'm not married, I, apparently I want to just keep building really cool companies. But <laughs> but I, I think all of us have uh, like a superhero power, and and I and I think we, we we have every right to talk about that power. And I and I think my I think my superhero power is. I have the ability to make anyone I meet feel really comfortable really quickly, and they and they trust me. So that selfishly, I want to have an authentic connection and conversation with them. So I, I find that that's what I'm really good at is is getting people to to open up and and have that authentic connection and conversation with me.
1: Oh, I just. I love that because you you have struck on two things that I really, truly believe. One, love is all there is. You know, the only reality for all of us is that one day we are going to die. So if we are in this, we might as well vibrate and be our best self. And love is the way that we get there. But in order to get there, we have to be authentic and we have to be vulnerable on the journey. So I love that that is what you do best.
0: Yeah, and, and you have to live with joy. And and, and
1: you're, you know, you
0: can't start manifesting until you are in a state of joy and and you know what that looks like and feels like. Um, Thank you. Yeah, thanks for acknowledging that. I think that's what I do best.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned as an entrepreneur, you most value freedom. How has that value guided you?
0: So, freedom for me, and I and I want to be clear. I don't mean patriotic freedom, right? <laughs> I I just want to be. Clear. I mean, I am Got American, <laughs> but I just you know, I just want to clear that up. Uh, freedom for me involves the ability at all levels to have no restrictions on my life, no boundaries. No and no limits and and I want to live a life of abundance for all and I want to be surrounded by people that believe in that as well and and, and I don't believe in scarcity and so as you can see by my actions I'm a huge risk taker yeah and I allow my intuition and my higher self to guide me into business and personal situations that can help me achieve my definition of freedom and and one thing that I. I do every single day is I never deny myself anything. I know that sounds absolutely crazy, but that I just don't, I don't put those limits on myself and I operate with kindness everywhere I go. And, and I've been able to build three very strong brands and companies that have freedom and integrity at the core. And, oh, and I so I think that's that. how it's guided me.
1: That's amazing. Wow. Beautiful. Julia, thank you so much for being here today. I am so excited to see your continued success. Thank you for your kindness. I really appreciate your thoughtful questions. Mm, thank you. And listeners, thank you. If you'd like to learn more about Julia or any of our guests, please go to bemovingforward.com. That's b e bemovingforward.com. Thank you again for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow with another extraordinary 50th episode guest. Until then, Satnam. Now it's time for you to move forward and discover the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and BeMovingForward.com,
0: all rights reserved.